You're listening to a People of Note podcast, as heard on Classic 1027. Good evening and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027 with me, Richard Cock. This program is broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8, and in it I talk to someone who's a person of note and we listen to music of their choice. And once again, thanks to the wonders of modern science, I'm talking to someone who is, I think, in London. Her name is Masabane Cecilia Ranguanasha. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Richard. Thank you so much for having me today. It's a pleasure. And where are you? I am now in London. So I am now in London. Okay. And Cecilia is a singer. And uh, she comes from where, Cecilia? So I was born in Johannesburg and I grew up in Limpopo, in Lebuahomu, in a small town called Lebuahomu. And then how did you discover that you were a singer? <laughs> yes, actually I didn't discover, but my mom did. So uh, I sang at school in the school choir and I also sang at church. And what happened was we would do school competitions which I would take part in, and fortunately, I will win. So uh, after I finished my metric, my mom advised me to study music instead of law. So that's how I got to enroll at the Tuani University of Technology to study opera. But it's a long way from Leboahomo to London. It sounds, yes. <laughs> it sounds like a nice title of a book. It's a long way from <laughs> Le Boahomo to London. Uh, and there must obviously have been lots of steps in between. And you've won mm. some competitions. So tell us a little bit about how your life went from Tswani University of Technology. Yes. Okay, so I went to Tswani University of Technology to enroll there to do my four years. So my until BTEC. So I did that. And when I was in BTEC, um, I met a friend who told me that there's a choir that she is involved with, that she is leaving, and if I would like to come in her place. So I thought, oh, yes, that's great. So the choir was at uh, St. George's Church in Parktown. So I went to join the choir there, and they were very supportive because they said, you know what, they will help me financially since I did not have a NESFAS. So when you do BTEC, you don't, because it's a post-grad, you don't get NESFAS. So they were very, they helped me so much there. And I finished my BTEC and I decided to go to Cape Town, to the University of Cape Town to further my studies there to do post-grad uh, uh PG Deep. So I decided, okay, I will do that. And I got to um, Cape Town. And also, I met a guy who is from Study Trust, who I met through the church. So they so normally, they do not help people from the arts. They do not help uh, opera singers or anything like that. They deal with engineering. They deal with science. So those things. And he said, "Okay, he will, he will see if they can help me to pay for my UCT fees, because they just paid for my uh, uh, B Tech fees that I couldn't have went to University of Cape Town had they not." helped me to pay because I needed the certificate to show. So yes, I went to the University of Cape Town and Study Trust was there to help me for my second, for my first year. And then for my second year, they said, you know, they are not sure if they could continue because they do not actually help people from my field. And yes, uh, Richard Koch as well helped me to pay my fees for my second year in UCT. So then I finished my UCT uh, program and I applied uh, at the Royal Opera House for their Young Artist Program, which is Yeta Parker Young Artist Program. So these things we apply online. We do uh, online applications through the YEP Tracker. Uh, 
So I did that and they invited me for an audition. So for me to come to London. So I came for my audition and I did my three rounds with an interview and they were happy about that. And they said, I am accepted into the program. So that's how I got to London. That's, that's an amazing story. And I think one day you should think about writing that story because I think it's an amazing story. Um, yes. From Le Homo to London. I think it's got a good yes. ring to it. And your first yes. choice of music is actually you singing. Uh, it's a wonderful aria uh, by Catalani called Eben Noandro Lontano. Let's listen to it and then you can tell us about it. That was my guest in People of Note, Cecilia Ranguanasha, singing an aria by Catalani called Eben Noandro Lontano. And I noticed, Cecilia, that you've chosen quite a lot of songs, uh, obviously your, your arias, your favorite ones to put in this program, also with some other singers. But uh, that was you singing. And have you got quite a wide repertoire now? Yes, now uh, I have got a wide repertoire because in the program we do get roles to sing and to cover. So when they think this role, you might sing it in, in the future, they will give an opportunity for you to cover it. Covering the role means that you learn the role as if you are going to perform. So yes, my repertoire has grown now. And this program that you're part of is called, is it Yetta Park? Yes, Yetta Parker, Young Artist. Yes, and, and that's attached to the Royal Opera House. Yes. And I suppose Yetta Parker was someone who sponsored the, uh, the young artists. Yes, it's someone who sponsored the program. Yes. And so you are, well, if COVID allowed... Uh, you would be singing some roles and covering some other roles uh, and yes. and all the while you're getting coaching and training. Yes. And yes, so in the... Yes? Yeah, yes, I, I was going to say in the program, we get uh, coachings every day with different coaches, also with uh, vo uh, vocal technique technicians so we do get singing teachers as well and we do get movement so we get a variety of uh, sessions and is that all being done online at the moment yes uh, some of them so for people who are not comfortable coming into the house we carry on online and uh, some people are okay with traveling to the opera house. We, they do come to the opera house, but we do social distancing. So we must be uh, two meters apart and only the singer can take off the mask. The, 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 the person playing the piano and the coach will be in masks. Gosh, so, so for singers, this is not so easy because uh, teachers need to demonstrate, I should think, sometimes, uh, yes. but they manage. Yes, I mean, they are managing. Uh, we never thought that this method could work. But uh, so for the teachers, for uh, the vocal techniques, mo uh, most of them, they are online. So we can see what yes. they say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah. your second choice of music is from Cosi Van Tutte. Uh, it's per piet Parte Per Pietà, and yes. this is uh, one of your favorite singers. Yes. Here it comes. That was Leontine Price singing A Parte mm. Per Pietà. It's the choice of Cecilia Ranguanasha, who's my guest <laughs> on People of Note tonight. Have you got... Uh, people that you sort of look up to and admire in the singing world? Yes, in the singing world, I do have people that, you know, I look forward to and from just listening to them, I have hope that, you know, it is possible, especially from where I come from. You know, it matters a lot to see people of my same color on the big stages and, you know, making it big. So, yes. Yeah, so that, uh, I suppose that's still 
in in your world of opera is that still an issue yes it's still an issue because uh we don't have enough people of color in you know in the big stages you know mostly it could be that uh the opera it's very expensive to study it's a very expensive course to study so you know how we studied it was just by people helping because it's not possible for someone who comes from where i come from and they can afford to pay the the opera fees because they are very very expensive yeah i suppose because most of it is one-on-one -on -one instruction yes yeah so that's what makes it expensive and in fact music courses generally uh, involve a lot of one-on-one -on -one tuition whether it's piano or violin or singing yes. or whatever it is so however you look at it it's going to be expensive i think but it's amazing <laughs> you've made the most of it and you've also won yeah. some competitions i think haven't you yes yes i did win uh, some competitions so my first competition I did was uh, the, the Hillmore competition. It was in Pretoria. So this competition was for uh, young singers. I think the age, I think the age was like 23, the age limit. So it's the first competition I did. And the second competition I did was uh, the Ate Cafe, which uh, I got, uh, I won it on, oh, which, I think it was 2018 that yes. I, I won the Ate Cafe and also 2019 I no so Ate Cafe was 2017 and uh, 2019 I won the UNISA international competition. That's fantastic and in fact your next choice is one of the songs that you sang for the Arctic Cafe, because I remember conducting this with you. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it's called My Man's Gone Now from Porgy and Bess. It's by Gershwin. Mm -hmm. And this is my guest, Cecilia Ranguanasha, singing uh, in Cape Town when we did the final of that competition. Here it comes. My Man's Gone Now from Porgy and Bess by George mm -hmm. Gershwin. And that was Cecilia Ranguanasha, who's my guest in People of Note, singing on that recording and that was one of her prize winning songs that she sang to win the Artikafia uh, competition and sadly that competition is now certainly at the moment is no more and this uh, this is a big problem now in South Africa because the Samro competition has gone and the Artikafia competition has gone and these were big sources of income for singers but also a good challenge for singers. Just tell us, mm. Cecilia, about competitions and how important they are for people like yourself. Mm. I think competitions are very, very helpful for us, are very important for us, because you get to, okay, you get to learn the repertoire, because the competition, first thing first, they have a repertoire list that, you know, that you need to learn. So it gives an, a singer an opportunity who has never sung operas an opportunity to start to learn uh, the opera arias, to learn the leaders. So I think it helps a lot from the repertoire point. And also it gets your name out there because in these competitions, I mean, with they, 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 most of them will be live that people can watch from wherever they are and then they can also uh, uh, invite important people and to even conduct people like Richard Koch who have like concerts that, can, that they can call and say, you know, can you do this concert? So I think it's a very, very important exercise for us because uh, for the first thing for repertoire and it gives you, you know, the feeling of performance, obviously under pressure, but, you know, it is it is a great thing for singers to have competitions, especially young singers, because then that experience, it's very important because you also use it in this operas that you are singing. Because you are in this, you know, in the big house, singing this role, there's so many things happening, just like a competition. 
because you want it to be perfect. So I think competitions are helping. You know, they are very, very important for young singers. Yeah, and I hope that uh, listeners to this program will realize the value of competitions. And the sadness is that in the last couple of years, we've lost some of these competitions in South Africa. And mm. and Cecilia is saying how important they are for young singers. Are you preparing for any competitions now in Europe or have all competitions stopped there also? No, no, I am preparing for uh, uh, competitions, but they are not announced yet. So yes. they, they clearly said uh, we can announce it before yes. they announce it. So in the next month, uh, you will know which competition well that's fantastic yes, the competitions luckily they are still going on we do not know if they're going to be online or live yes so we are hoping they could be live yeah because i just heard uh as i came into the building here uh kutluano masote was telling me that mm. uh germany is now starting to experience its third wave so yeah. this is not a good thing uh, this mm. COVID is um, affecting so many things. But I'm going to play yes. your next choice, which is a wonderful song called Gretchen am Spinrader. And then I want yes. you to talk about the difference between singing a lead, which that is a mm. song, if you like, as opposed to an mm -hmm. opera aria. So let's listen to Gretchen am Spinrader. That was my guest in People of Note, Masabane Cecilia Rangwanasha, singing Gretchen am Spinrader. So that is a different type of song to a concert aria, let's say. So tell us what it is about the leader that is so important. Yes. So, I mean, leaders, we start to sing leader, you know, on our first years, you know, because it is very helpful for singers or for young singers to not uh, just start singing you know, the big, big, big areas, because yes, we do have the talent, but then it needs to be, the voice needs to be managed. So I think a leader, it's a very good preparation for one to sing an aria. Because for example, Gretchen, it is, uh, the story is taken from Faust, uh, um, the, the Gunos Faust. So it is already the, the, the story of uh, uh, Ajeri, is it? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Ajeri. So the, 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 the story is already taken from an opera context. So already I think singing a leader, you are not very far behind from singing an, an aria. So I think it's a good uh, preparation for a singer to start with leader, to start with art song, and then go into areas, of course, with the help of the teachers. So the singing teachers that know your voice best, because sometimes we can't really hear how we, how we sound or we can't really hear what can we sing. Obviously, you know, the, the, the first thing we, are, we get to ourselves to do will be Nessun Dorma, you know, this, this big, big things, <laughs> yeah. because we are so excited. But then we have uh, teachers who will say, oh, no, this is not yet the time for Nessun Dorma. I think you should look at, uh, you know, you should look at leaders like Gretchen, Wittmung, you know, all of that. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and it needs a lot of control to sing uh a Schubert song as opposed to an opera aria. I mean, they, they both need control, but in a different way. Yes. Yeah, no, they need control because it's like singing Mozart. It's all discipline. How you discipline yourself. You can't just put portamentos, you know. You can't just do anything you, wa you want. Uh, it should be, it's discipline. You do whatever it's in the music. Yes, there's a repeat, but they repeat with the right style. So as opposed to singing, you know, this romantic uh, uh, areas where you can be free, where you can put your ornaments, you know, that is allowed. But with leaders, you do what is on the score. Yeah. 
And and coming up next is another type of art song, and I guess this comes from some competition as well, because it's a, a piece by Esle Rumerer in Afrikaans. Mali di Slafse Lit is also a different type of song. So let's listen to it, and then you can tell us where you sang this. It's Mali di Slafse Lit by Esle Rumerer, and it's uh, Masabane Cecilia Rangwanasha. That was a piece by Esle Rumerer called Mali di Slaf Salit, sung by Masabane Cecilia Rangwanasha. I'm not sure who the accompanist was. Who was playing with you there? Yes. Okay, so this was, uh, I sang this uh, uh, a song for my crush room recital at uh, the Opera House for uh, my recital in Covent Garden. Okay. And I was accompanied by Patrick Mill, who is a British conductor. So, yes. Okay. And, uh, Cecilia, have you got other South Africans there with you? Or are uh, you alone? Not. Yeah. So, uh, there were South Africans before me in the program, who is like uh, Pumeza, Machikiza, and also they had the... Kuma uh, Sijeta and uh, and uh, Tandom Jandana on the Link Artist uh, Program. So, uh, also Simon Shibambu was also on the program. So, not now with me, but there were people yes. before me. Okay. And I hope there will be people after me. So, this is good. So, South Africans are making their name there and you're one of them. Have people got a good respect for South African singers? Yes, no, they do because firstly, you know, they admire our voices because, I mean, I, I still cannot hear this, but they say your voices are so warm, you know, when you guys sing, we know this is a South African singer singing. So, yeah. oh, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so they do. And they have a great respect for our teachers because they say the way we sing, it's amazing. They say we sing like the old school. Yeah. So that's, that's well, good. And, and I think South Africans are certainly making inroads in opera houses all over the world now. Yes, yes. No, we have uh, Pretty Ende now singing at the Vienna Staatsopera, uh, singing Traviata. You know, we have a lot of uh, South African singers yeah. who are making it up there. Golda Shoot, Sunny Boy. Siabonga um, Makungo. Siabonga. You know, there's a lot. And Musa, lot Musa Nkungwana. Yes. But Musa. you've mentioned some other names there too, like Simon Shibambu and uh, a couple of mm. others that, that British uh, speakers would find difficult to pronounce, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. So, but they're no, all they, they're all making their way and getting a foot in the door there now. Yes, no, we are. I mean, I, I think personally, I think it's very uh, good manners to uh, to try to pronounce someone's <laughs> name correct. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so they have been good. I mean, I I haven't had a problem of maybe my name because it's easy. What you see is what you say yes so they've been very good to pronounce our names right yeah because i remember musa saying that one of the agents told him he should change his name because it was so <laughs> difficult <laughs> yes i also had a have a friend who they said you should because his name has clicks yes which it's impossible for them to do. They were like, oh, do you think about getting a stage name? I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it does happen. <laughs> yeah. Now here's someone who doesn't need to change her name at all. This is the wonderful Kathleen Battle coming up next. Yes. And it's that fantastic coloratura aria, Let the Bright Seraphim. Let's listen to it. That was the fantastic singer Kathleen Battle. Uh, singing Let the Bright Seraphim. It's the choice of Cecilia Rangwanasha, who's my guest in People of Note. That's the program you're listening to on Classic 1027. It's broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8. And thanks to modern technology, I'm able to talk to people in other parts of the world. And I'm talking to <laughs> Cecilia in London, where she's based as part of an opera program called Yetta Parker. It's uh, at the Royal Opera House, 
well, it's a program of the Royal Opera House in Covent Garden. And uh, Cecilia, I know, how long have you been there now? So now I'm on my second year. I'm on my second year of the program, which is the last year. So I, I have been here for two years, but of course with COVID, you know, COVID occupied the rest of the season yeah. last year, but yeah. But I hope that hasn't held you back and that you will now have connections to take the next step. And what do you think that next step is? Or is that not clear yet? Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, my next step, I'll be joining the ensemble of uh, Ben Theatre in Switzerland, in Bern. So I will, I will be joining the ensemble there. Okay, so the next step is already clear. <laughs> yes. I think that's wonderful. So if, from when you finished this program now, you will actually have a, a job which pays and uh, you start earning your keep. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, now in, I'm going to have my first job. I know. I think that's fantastic. And in Switzerland, which is not uh, such a cheap place to live, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's not. It's just like London, actually. Yeah, and I hope that there... Mm. Uh, do you know already whether there are other South Africans there? Not with the... Not, not I, in I don't know. I know there is a South African in the chorus. Yes. But, uh, you know, I don't actually know him. But, yeah. But it is amazing, actually. I, almost every opera house now has a South African connection somehow, either backstage or in the chorus or amongst the soloists. When you say you're joining the ensemble, does that mean the ensemble of soloists? Yes. So it's, it's, uh, you, we become house soloists. So we will do most of the big roles that, you know, opera houses who doesn't have house soloists, they will... Uh, get people to come and sing those roles but that means so we are house soloists so they call it an ensemble yes ensemble of soloists well and we'll follow your tracks with interest and that links up to uh, your next choice which is from Handel's Messiah how beautiful are the feet let's listen to that oh. that was that great aria from Handel's Messiah how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. Mm. Uh, now, um, you, you mentioned earlier when I was talking to you, your mother and the fact that she guided you, she guided your feet into this path. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure, is she still living in Limpopo? No, uh, my mom passed on in 2015. Oh, I'm sorry. But yes, but I'm sure yes. she was starting to enjoy your success. Yes, yes. No, I hope so. And I wonder if was Messiah one of your uh, pieces that you sang here in South Africa? Yes. So that piece, actually, I've sung it uh, for the first time in school. So for the school competitions, that was one of the prescribed pieces that was in the in the program. So I've sung that piece. I think I was doing grade ten or eleven. Gosh, that's quite a quite a, a complicated aria for a, a a sort of grade ten to sing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good, yes. you see, because it gives yes. you experience early on. And and actually, yes, that's it gives it, yeah. I wanted to say that yeah. earlier that one of the important things about these competitions also is giving you that experience of singing with an orchestra, having to follow mm. a conductor, or the conductor has to follow you, yes. but working together with other people to make music. And those competitions, mm. those school competitions, I think are a very important part of this whole process. And maybe you can tell yes. us a bit about that. Is that the Tirisano competition? Yes. So uh, Tirisano was, it was a name before me, but we had Sasuke. So that uh, South African school, Estetford. So that was the name we were using. Yeah, no, I think they are very, very, uh, you know, important because for me to even start the first year, I had to audition with an opera piece. But so you have a choice. You can uh, audition with an opera aria. You can audition with a leader. But if I hadn't uh, been part of the school competitions, 
then I could, or school choir, then I could not do it because where will I learn an aria or where, where will I learn a song? So they help in a way that, you know, it is, a, and, you, and uh, you are a bit ahead of the group because when we do oral, we were using solfa notation like do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. So that means that in the schools, we were taught solfa notation. So we already were on top of the game because we knew what was that. Yes. So I think they are very, very helpful because, you know, they prepare you. And if you ever choose to do music, those things that you learned from school or from school competitions, they help. And obviously you had someone uh, in Leboa Homo in the school there who was encouraging you. Yes, yeah, so I had so my conductors, so we had church conductors who were conducting uh, the choir at church, which I was part of. They were also helping us to learn the music with a melodica at school. So they will come at school and teach us the the, 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 the music, I mean, the melody of the music. They will play it on the melodica and then we follow we just learn from the ear because you know we couldn't play the piano or even read music but then it was written in solfa notation which is what we were reading at church yes so and also my teachers they believed in me so much because you know with this competitions i mean we come from limpopo in Homu. So a lot of things were not available. For example, these competitions are done with piano. So we didn't have a piano what we at, at the school. So what they will do, for example, when we go to provincial, because what will happen, you will see the piano on stage and you, if there was no rehearsal, no nothing, you just try to sing with the piano. What they will do, they will make sure that, you know, they take me to town in Pulukwani to have uh, to have a piano lesson. So the, someone playing that I can sing with that tune because, you know, when you are going to provincial level, almost all of the singers had the piano yeah. to sing with. So they were so helpful and they believed in me so Yes, I think it's, it's an amazing story because I think many people don't realize the humble beginnings that some of our singers mm. come from. You know, in rural mm. schools, no piano, just a melodica to give you the notes, learning from tonic solfa, and that's all part of your story going from, mm. you know, Leboahomo to London. Mm. I think it's fantastic. Mm. And here's another one of your heroes coming up now. This is um, an aria from Don Giovanni. It's sung by Edita Gruberova. That was Edita Gruberova singing an aria from Don Giovanni by Mozart. Now we're coming to something very different. And I guess this is uh, a piece which you've sort of made your own. It's right up in the chariot. <laughs> and uh, this is a different style now altogether. So just tell yes. us about this. Yes, you know, this is a now an American spiritual. It's a spiritual uh, a song that I think you just let loose. Yes, you, 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 you observe what is written, but it is mostly sung in a gospel way. When I mean gospel, where I don't really mean belting because there are notes there, you know, in in yeah. in 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 the voice prescribed. But then, you know, it has a. It's something I relate to so much because of the church. So I grew up going to church so much. So it's, you know, it's very spiritual. That's that's why I like it. And here it is, right up in the chariot. That was my guest in People of Note, Masabane Cecilia Rangwanashe, performing Ride Up in the Chariot. And you, obviously, as a singer, have to sing a wide variety of music. I mean, you have to, when you're part of an ensemble, I suppose you have to sing whatever you're asked to sing. But do you have a, a sort of 
favorite type of song that you like to sing? Maybe it's like spirituals or opera arias or leader. What is what do you really enjoy doing? I really enjoy singing opera arias. Yeah. I really enjoy singing. I mean, I enjoy most of what I'm singing, which is the leaders, because for me, it's about the story. You know, the story can draw you so much that you can't even believe because I am now uh, learning or done learning uh, De Lorelei by Liszt, which is an amazing story. It's a leader. It's an amazing story about the mermaid. And I cannot believe how, you know, that because I can relate to it. Stories that we grew up, you know, listening to that, you know, there are mermaids in the in the uh, in the in the waters, you know, those kind of things. I but what I enjoy most, I enjoy all of them. But what I enjoy most is singing opera arias. Well, and and the next piece that you've chosen is, uh, you, it's done at the Royal Opera, but it was Knoxville Summer of 1915, which is a rather different piece. Yes. So let's listen to it, and then you can tell us about it. This is Knoxville Summer of 1915. That was called Knoxville Summer of 1915, and the composer of that is Aaron Copeland. And Cecilia, was that you singing? Yes, so that was me singing. So we did uh, this production, which was part of the 4-4, just after uh, the pandemic. So we opened for a little bit before we closed again. So this was part of the four pieces that were, uh, they were commissioned in the night. And it is actually by Samuel Barber. Oh, Samuel Barber, my apologies. Yes, yes. yeah, no problem. Who is a, a compo- an American composer. And what I could say about this story, it's also stories that we know, that we grew up. Uh, it's either seeing or, you know, hearing about them, that uh, this person has went away and now he or she comes back and see that they and remembering all the good memories that uh, he or she had. So I think it's it's very relevant to everyone's life because at some point there are people that we have seen going away or they oh maybe we are those people who went away and came back and you know remembering all the memories that happened. So in a way as a singer, you love to tell stories, and I think that's a very, uh, a very African thing because I think uh, oral traditions in Africa are very strong. Telling stories yes. is a big part of our life in Africa, and yes. it seems. I mean, you've mentioned it several times now. This telling of stories, and mm-hmm. I think as a singer, you really are part of a story. You've got your own mm-hmm. story, of course. But yes. when you do an opera, you're part of a bigger story, which is, is a wonderful thing to do. Yes, I think the, tol- the telling story part, it is very, very crucial because uh, the story, I believe the story comes first before the, the music. Because the music, it's going to repeat and repeat and repeat. But the story, it is powerful because then people most of the stories that we are telling it's mostly the stories that people have experienced or have seen so i think the power of the storytelling in the opera it is very very uh, important now i just want to ask you about your type of voice because i see the next two pieces that you've chosen are by verdi and wagner mm. And mm. these are rather heavier pieces than some of the others which we've been hearing, like, uh, for example, Mali di Slav Salit, Let the Bright yeah. Seraphim, How Beautiful. This is a different style of singing. Mm. And where do you fit into the sort of voice type? What do you, how do you mm. describe yourself? <laughs> yes, yeah, so the voice types are tricky because as we grow, the voice grows and sometimes the vo- the voice changes so for 
for now, I would say I'm a lyric. I'm a full lyric. Now I'm going to a full lyric because as I've said, the voice grows and the voice changes. Obviously, I can't say I'm a dramatic or any of that because the voice is still growing. So we do not know where it's going to go. But now my teachers and my coaches, they can see or hear that I am going to be a full lyric. Yes. Full lyric means that uh, I will sing much uh, dramatic. When I say dramatic, um, how can I put it? Uh, I will sing uh, much more warmth, yes. more warmth uh, areas. For example, like a ben, like a pace, pace mio dio, like dishtoire uh, halle, uh, because those pieces are for a soprano that is going towards uh, being full lyric, if not full lyric. Yes. And that, in fact, is your next choice, which is from La Forza del Destino by Verdi, Pace Pace Mio Dio. That was Pace Pace Mio Dio from La Forza del Destino by uh, Giuseppe Verdi. And that was my guest in People of Note singing it, uh, Masabane Cecilia Ranguanasha. And you mentioned there Wagner also, and I noticed that your German pronunciation is very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where have you had, uh, do you have German and Italian lessons? Yes, so in the program we get to uh, uh, learn Italian, German and French and also Russian depending on which opera you are learning, Russian or Czech. So, but the, 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 the three, they are the most common ones that we, we learn. So we are learning. Yeah. I, it's it's amazing actually, and <laughs> I just wonder how your family uh, and I presume you've still got family in South Africa. How yes, how I they would react to knowing that one of their members can speak uh, some <laughs> Italian, some German, uh, good English, Czech, <laughs> Russian. I think it's unbelievable, and that's no. also part of your story. From what is your home language? My home language is Sibedi. Okay, that's from yes. uh, Northern Transvaal, or what used to be called Northern Transvaal. What's yes. it now? It's in Limpopo, I suppose. Limpopo. Limpopo. Yeah. Um, yes. And uh, so you've got quite a few languages that you speak now. Yes. I mean, not fluently. But enough. Because I am yeah. still, yes, but enough to understand what I am saying. What am I talking about? Yeah you know, in the context of the story, because then, I mean, even if you speak the language still to sing an opera or to sing a role in an opera, there's a lot of work that comes from there, even though even though it's an English opera. For example, when we did the Knoxville, that was in English, of course, in uh, American accent, but still, it doesn't make it any easy because the, the, the work we put in that piece of music, it's a lot. Yeah. So singers need to be very, very dedicated. Yes. And you are, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, no, because this industry, for example, it is a competitive industry. So when I say competitive i don't mean that we are always oh i hate that one but it is all we all want to be the best you know we all care so much about what we are doing so we all always we want to be perfect so to be perfect which you know maybe we don't get to be perfect but to get to that level it's so much work that we put before presenting any song or aria to the audience and i think that being in the surroundings where you are in uh, europe and in england uh, there is a lot of competition and rarely you're only as good as your last gig <laughs> yeah i mean if you yes. if you put a foot wrong there's 10 yes. people waiting behind you very true 
there's always going to be, uh, uh, you know, my teachers, they say, you know what, you must do this, you must do this, because there's always going to be the young person coming to do the same thing, if not better, yeah. that you can do. So, you know, it is a race. <laughs> well, and it's a race which needs a lot of discipline. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, it does, because we don't just do whatever we want to do. We always get guide, guidance, for example, to sing in a role. As I've said, there are roles that we cover, but we are not ready to sing. Yes. So we are doing that for experience. So there will be teachers that will say, you know what, uh, you can cover this role or you are ready to sing this role. So, yeah, it's a lot of discipline because, as I've said, we all want to sing Nesundorma. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's a tenor aria, everyone wants to sing it. <laughs> yes, even though it's a tenor aria. <laughs> and tell yeah. us, tell us just before we play it, just tell us about Dich Teure Halle, the Wagner aria. Yes, the Wagner aria, I learnt it when I was at school uh, at uh, TUT, Tuan University of Technology because you know for our exams we need to have three languages that we must present to pass the exam so we, you must sing in italian you must sing in german you must sing in french and you can also sing in uh, your home language and english so uh, i chose that aria to do my uh, exam so i chose it, i chose it together with my teacher obviously it doesn't mean that me singing that aria, I am ready to sing Elizabeth in Tannhäuser. But this is a, it's a challenge for, for me to grow in it, you know, to see what I can do, to see what I cannot do. So maybe sometimes you tackle an aria and you sing it and you are like, oh no, this is not yet the time, or this is not ready, or your teacher will say this is not ready you know all of that so this aria i like it so much which is from tannhäuser sung by elizabeth greeting the great hall and that's what it is dich teure halle here it comes that was music by wagner from tannhäuser dich teure halle and the mm -hmm. singer there was uh, masabane cecilia rangwanashe and I'm just interested, you always use your complete name, Cecilia? Yes, yes, I, I use my complete name because I was, as I grew up, my mom called me Cecilia, everyone called me Cecilia. And when I got to matric, because we need to say our full names, because it's going to be, in a, it's going to be a certificate that we get from there. And then I got to know I have Masabani as well as my name as my name and you know i thought oh this is a beautiful name but then uh when i got here in london because there's so many cecilias obviously not so many rangwanashas <laughs> but i decided to use my full name okay and they don't pronounce it mazabane <laughs> <laughs> oh, no no because they they mostly they are you know i'm very impressed because they always ask me how do we pronounce it and i will say masabani so before they present me or anything they will ask me and i will tell them yes <laughs> so this is part of your <laughs> proud south african heritage yes well and i think it's fantastic and we are proud of you and all the young singers who've done so well from south mm -hmm. africa and you're flying the flag there for us and you always know that we're behind you all the way mm -hmm. and i think oh. that's important that you're part of this bigger world of uh in the opera world in europe but you know that your roots are still deep in south africa and because yes. we're getting towards the end of the program now and i notice that your <laughs> final choice is by tiamzashe istandwa sam because i'm sure that even though you're living in london you still feel those roots in south africa do you yes no i do because when i do uh, my programs for recitals 
or for competitions, I always want to include my South African music. It might not be my home language, but you know, everything South African counts. So, yeah. And just tell us what Istandwa Sam is all about. Yeah, so Istandwa Sam, it's about, it can be anyone who have left you in life. And the singer is saying that, you know, where where is my Isitando? Where is my beloved? Where have you been? And he's asking God, where will I be without this person? Buyela Gum, like, come back to me, Sitando Sam. Come back to me, my beloved or my loved one. So let's listen to it. Isitando Sam by the South African composer Tiamzashe. Well, there we are. Where are you, my beloved? It's almost like we are saying to Masabana Cecilia Rangwanasha, where are you, my beloved? So don't forget to come home every now and then <laughs> to sing for us here. Yes. No, I, I would love it. I would love it. It's always amazing to be going back because there are so many things we don't appreciate. But when we go, I never thought I would appreciate going home like I feel right now. Because when I went home, I've just been home uh, in January. And I cannot imagine how much happiness it brings to just be in South Africa. So I will definitely come back. Well, we look forward to seeing you when you do come back. And you must let us know so that we can make some concerts around your visit to South Africa. But I just want yeah. to say thank you for being who you are and for what you're doing. And uh, we really do look forward to seeing you back here. And we hope that everything goes well with your Yetta Parker program and in your first job when you go to Bern. Does that start? When does that start in Bern? Uh, it starts in August this in year in august well this we will year. follow your career with interest and yeah. it will be wonderful to hear how things are going there and we wish you all of the best and i just want to say thank you for giving us your time this evening to be on this program and um we we hope to hear more of you when you've got some recordings on the go that you can send to us here yes yes no Thank you so much, Richard, for having me this evening. I am very honored to share my story and to share my story with you and the listeners. So thank you. Well, thank you. From Leboa Homa to London. That's the, the story <laughs> of, of Masabane Cecilia Rangwanasha. And that's who I've been speaking to in People of Note tonight. A young yeah. soprano uh, now living in London. And this program is broadcast every Sunday from 6 to 8. Don't forget, I'll be back with you tomorrow with Full Works every Monday to Friday. And until next time, from all of us here at Classic 1027, with thanks to Mataba Taba, who helps me put these programs together. Until next time, a very good night.